Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Did Jordan die again? Jordan uh, did not did not die again. Okay. Yeah. That that silence that you heard is the all-too-familiar sound of Jordan not being here. Oh. Yeah. So it's not the silent treatment either. <laughs> no, He's not just sitting there staring at us silently. Jordan, Jordan is here. He's very upset about something. He right. won't tell me what it is. Well, that's part of the silent treatment yeah. is that... See, silent treatments are so unproductive because right? you really got to talk those This is out. really passive-aggressive, Jordan. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to be honest with you. We were going to say that you weren't here, but the fact that you're here and refusing to say anything for an entire podcast... Right. ...is upsetting. Well, maybe he'll chime in later. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I just wish he'd say what it is that he's upset about. Right. We won't know. We won't know until he says, and he's right. just... You know just, what? I've seen this movie before. At the very end, he's going to say, like, uh, like, I forgive you or something. And then there's going to be an emotional moment. That's what always happens to the character that's oh, okay. silent. You don't know why is they snap out of it right at the end for a really touching scene. Okay. Well, I guess. Yeah. Let's let's just get going with the podcast. Okay. And, let's do and it. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we have a pretty special podcast this week. Why is listeners. it special? Why is it special? Well, as you know, Phil, as you obviously know, yep. are well aware, we are in the thick, the meat of the NFL draft. Right I did now. not know that until you came today and was like, it's a three-day thing. And I <laughs> yeah. went, what? Oh, Four-day thing. Four-day thing. Four-day thing. I thought the draft was like the way that people do fantasy drafts where it's like everybody sits in a room and then goes, I get that person, I get that person. Oh, it's no, no. like a couple hours. That's, that's that, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it took more than a couple hours. Even even yeah. when they did, it was, ne- it was oh, it used to be two days and they do it like over a weekend. Okay. And it would be like two long days. Okay. And now they have like. A short evening, and then another short evening, and then then another short day, and another short day. That's what to just get it. Just get coverage. it over with. You're just it's hiring. Yeah. You're just hiring, right? Exactly. Uh, but uh, no, it's like they, reverse The Apprentice. They want to televise where instead it. Instead, they go, "You're hired. <laughs> you're you're hired." Yeah. It's it's a bummer that Donald Trump can't be there this yeah, year. Exactly. To say you're hired over and over to and over sit again. there at the side of the stage, and they'll be like. Bryson Nilstein, you hired. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring up Bryson Nilstein. Really? Uh, well, yeah, because that's we have a very special podcast today because in our draft spectacular, we are going to be interviewing uh, a, a series of different players, all yeah. of whom are currently like on the cusp of, of getting drafted or going undrafted. So wow. what we're going to do is give them a chance today to come on here clear the air good gotta get that air cleared <laughs> yes. there's a lot of completely. dirty air surrounding this draft completely clear it out you know what it's yeah. funny because generally what happens when you've got dirty air and there's a draft 
Yeah. It clears the it air. It clears it. It yeah. clears it. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to come on here and talk to us about like their college career, why it is that they think they, they should be drafted, what they have to offer. So uh, it's like a job interview. Teams. Yeah. They're like saying, hey, before this thing is over, you can yeah. draft me because yeah. clear the air. And we, we, have, we have a number of them uh, uh, here today to, to come talk to us in the podcast. Wait, do we really have Bryson Nilstein? We do have Bryson Nilstein. Okay, good. Yeah. And he's and he's right on the cusp. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's uh, like end of day four. Oh, draft. yeah. Okay. Uh, Ouija State, uh, you know, great, sure. uh, great guard out of Ouija State. Uh, yep. And he's really hoping that he can take that next step. OK, great. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we also have a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right. We do. <laughs> but first, news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. I mean, Jordan's here. You're not going to read news, news, news either? News, news, news. You, you really, you're not, you're just going to sit here and, oh God. This Come is, on, Jordan. This is ridiculous. News, news, news is your segment. All right, you know what? Can you make something up? I'm going to, well, I'm not going to make something up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Phil, first of all, we this don't, is a hard make, news we podcast. don't make I anything know. up on yeah, this I podcast. I know, hard news. Start to finish, everything in this podcast is completely factual. It would, re- it would be offensive to Bryson Nilston <laughs> exactly. to make something up. To suggest that he might be some fantastical character that no. we're just... Or that, like, Ouija State is not a real thing. <laughs> right, exactly. Or uh. even that, like, the Queen of England and God have not appeared on this podcast. Which they totally they have. totally have. Yeah. But if there's any one part of this podcast that is especially fact-based. Yeah, it's news, news, news. It's news, news, What's news. What's really weird is Jordan's not even laughing at these jokes. It's no, just straight-faced. No, these are hilarious. And uh. he, he must be really upset about something. Yeah. What, what is it, Jordan? <sighs> not saying... Not saying. Well, we better go on with the podcast then. Uh, D. Gordon suspended 80 games for PED use. D. Gordon Liddy. Yes, exactly. Sub headline. Hey, how's Barry Bonds as your hitting coach working out? Wait, Barry Bonds was his hitting coach? Barry Bonds was his hitting coach. Oh, did he give him the peds? (laughs) Well, one could be forgiven for drawing that conclusion. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, I yeah. appreciate your forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. As someone who grows up Catholic, I demand forgiveness all the time. <laughs> all the time. So thank you. Yeah, I forgive you for that too. Thank you. I, I that appreciate can, it. That could be really embarrassing. How many hail marys do I have to say? <laughs> I'm going to say fourteen. That's too many. Come Just on. Not right now. Is, okay. Is that is is that too many? No, that's about right. How many do you like? If I murdered someone and showed up at confession, how many hail marys would I have to do? They'd we'd probably go to prison. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I there's no they, confidentiality there. I mean, there's there's no legal confidentiality, but I thought like the priests were like. You know, no, if you commit God's, God's law is above your human laws. Oh yeah, I mean they would counsel you, but also if you said I killed somebody, then you better believe they'd go to the cops. Well, it sure seems like that's not gonna that's gonna dissuade people from being completely honest. No, no, this is what you do. You go in there if you don't have anything to say and you need to say something. You say you thought impure thoughts. You're gonna get four hail marys. You get out easy. But what? But I need to get right with God. Then you're thinking about it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently it's about getting it's about confessing something so you don't sound like a liar and getting as few hail marys as possible so the guilt is mitigated. Okay, don't you know how organized religion works, <laughs> I Joel? I feel like if we got a priest in here, he he would potentially have a different different view. No, first he'd exercise the ghosts in your penis. Ooh, yeah, I, I could use that. There we go. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, but back to D. Gordon, okay. who's going to have to hit a confessional up at any point in the next uh, two and a half months when he will not be playing baseball. That's it? Two uh, and a half months for getting performance? It seems like the drugs are uh, still in your system after two and a half months. This is, this is half a season. Oh, okay. It's it's a 162-game season. An 80-game suspension, that's a pretty... Is it paid or unpaid? Uh, unpaid. 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 That's and, tough. Uh, that's... Good cost savings for the team, though. It says he'll lose about uh, $1.65 million in salary uh, during his suspension. Oof. But also... Oof. Summer vacation! <laughs> Are you ready for the summer? Are you ready for the sunshine? What I I was thinking the uh, I was thinking the song by the the girl group, the famous one, the Go Go's. Uh, Walking on sunshine? No, that's Katrina and the Waves. No, no. Uh, you were thinking of vacation? Vacation, gotta get away. Yeah, it's not the Go Go's. No, I don't know who that is. I have no clue who that is. I just know the song. We are, we have so many facts about D. Gordon. I feel like this isn't even a podcast about sports anymore. Right? We're talking music from the seventies. Do, do you see what's happening here, Jordan? This is why we need you here to anchor. Oh, okay, that's real mature. Yeah, making making gestures like that. All right, you yeah. know what? We'll it's a very it. funny gesture, though. <laughs> Don't encourage. What it is? It's hilarious. All right. Anyway. Getting back to D. Gordon, uh, yep. 80 game suspension, uh, PED use. Uh, I believe it was, let's see, tested positive for Molly. <laughs> Some... He was wearing bright pink sunglasses <laughs> and a Native American headdress. It wasn't so much went... a drug test as they were just sort of like, uh, hang on a second. They were like, <laughs> how was your Coachella, D. Gordon Liddy? Yeah. Uh, no, but so he, he, he tested positive for stuff. Interesting thing is he, apparently he tested positive before the season even started. Really? But they, they like, they keep it under wraps during the like appeals process. I see. You know, it's like innocent until proven guilty, which prompted a uh, Tigers pitcher, Justin Verlander, uh, had, you know, tweeted cause he, you know, they want to uh, open the series, open the season against the Marlins, won both games, but D Gordon was especially good in those two games. And he's like, Hey guys, what gives? Like right. This guy who was still apparently all juiced up got to play in actual games that count towards the actual record against us, even though he's ultimately going to get the suspension. And it's like he's suspended now. No good for the Tigers. We already played him. When it's being contested, they should put him in some sort of weird uh, player escrow <laughs> where he has to like go play for a Japanese league or something like that. Yeah. Like, and then they go, oh, well, you're still playing. You just can't play on things that'll affect you in your season now. <laughs> they, they might, they might notice. Sure, or they should be in just a PED league. Because then, yeah, before before that, it'd be yeah. like, uh, why is D Gordon playing in Japan? They'd be like, because uh, we loaned him. <laughs> yeah, we loaned we, him out. We feel like this is the best thing for the team. Really, he's a lot the library book of players. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, Barry Bonds, a uh, hitting coach for the team, uh, which you know. If that didn't raise red flags before, I'm pretty sure it does now. Sure. Yeah. So uh, you think he was dealing? <laughs> is is Barry Bonds, after his incredible disgrace at being caught as one of the biggest drug cheats in baseball history, yep. now decided to become a hitting coach so that he could become a drug dealer? Yeah. That's that's like almost the same narrative as him becoming a hitting coach, but like transferring over. Like I yeah. like that. It's it, you know, like normally like, oh, after a long, successful career of doing this thing, he's now going to move on to help facilitate other people doing yeah. this thing. 
You know, if they made a TV series about that and he started dealing drugs, you know what they'd call it? Uh, breaking bonds? <laughs> Bunting bad. <laughs> we are here with Bryston Nielsen. Hello, Phil. Hey. Oh, wow. You're pretty sweetie. You're painfully Swedish. All right. I um, don't know about painfully, but it's good to be here, Phil. Well, you must be very excited because the draft is here. Oh, so excited, don't you know? Yeah, okay. That was pretty <laughs> Minnesotan. That's great. But yeah, you're uh, you're from a Ouija state and you're hoping to get drafted. So uh, go on, clear the air. Here's your appeal. Absolutely. Here is the thing, okay? Bryson Nielsen yep. uh, was not a football player or even a college student, as one would say. No, he's a little <laughs> Italian, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, backpacking. Yep. Okay. And uh, we went. Uh, we went to a Ouija state because yep. uh, many. Oh, you were just traveling as as Swedish people are known to do. Oh, as as we call it in Sweden, That sounds like something that you'd call something in Sweden. Yes. It's the ancient Viking tradition where we we go out into the wild and we walk around for a very long time. Okay. Endlessly. And you ended up in a Ouija state from. Wandering? We did. Uh, you I had wandered. Wanderlust? <laughs> yes, Wanderlust. Yeah. Uh, as as we also call it in, in Sweden. Uh, but sure. I prefer Sven, it's fair to Sure, that's a Swedish word. <laughs> yeah. Yep. As the same ones that I said before. Yep, he yeah. was. He was. He nailed it. So I, I wandered up into the Arctic Circle. Uh, oh, I wow. Went, I went to the north. I, I walked all the way to the North Pole, okay? Yeah. I came down to Greenland. I yeah. said, oh, it's not green. It's not green. No, that's what the Vikings called it to Wandered keep people away. back yeah. up and came down through the Canada and into Minnesota. Okay. okay. Where oh, that's where you got that little bit of a Minnesotan lilt. Well, also the Minnesota lilt is based on the fact that everyone there is from uh, Sweden. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> little bit of history there. Okay, no, that's great. That's good. So, uh, and then you, I mean, Ouija State famously in Minnesota. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing, Okay. I lost all of my fingers and toes to frostbite. What? <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, I told you. I the Hold thing... on. You're wearing big gloves right now. I thought that you were just chilly, but can you take those no, off or no. something? Uh, well, I can't really. Hang on. I got I to gotta put them under me arms. Okay. Yep. <laughs> ah! Oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. God. It's like little. It's like a paw. It's like you have a paw more than a hand. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. Okay. okay. Turns out made me an especially good guard. Well, not not that good. It's I Ouija see. State, right? Right. But, yeah. Uh, well, so you're trying to be drafted in the NFL as a guard because somebody at Ouija State realized with your paw hands you'd be a. Oh yes! Oh okay. yes! And and well, because here's the thing. Okay. Yep. The the ancient Viking tradition of the Sverdin Sverdin Sverdin. Sure, that okay. sounds like the same word twice. Sverdin Sverdin Sverdin. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're not allowed to bring anything with you. Okay? okay. You have to just venture out and not put a loincloth. And, right. And let you don't get a little rucksack? Like most <laughs> no, you must everything no along okay. the way. So arguably not a good idea for me to go to the North Pole. No. <laughs> I'm glad you survived yeah. with... Well, Frost, not all intact. Not, not just my hands and feet, all across the body. Okay? Well, it sounds like you'd be a terrible person to draft. Uh, fingers are important in football. Well, here's the thing that the NFL. What team if there's a fumble? Know. How do you pick up the ball? Uh, I I cannot handle the ball. No, at all. you can't. You have to like 
clamp it's it between strange, your two paws. Long ball, okay. Yeah. But sure. but here's the thing that the NFL should understand, okay? okay. I really need this. No, I can tell. <laughs> I I spent uh, much of my twenties uh, wandering around on my spared is fading, it's fading. Okay? okay. And and now I'm realizing I have no backup plan or hands or feet. Okay. Sure. And um. And I saw what you make in the NFL, and I thought to myself, hey, I need that. Okay. So, well, I hope that you squeak in in day four, but I don't think it's helpful for you. Okay, well, hey, everybody remember, okay, Bryson Nielsen, Ouija sure. State, guard or kicker or something. No, no, you can't be a kicker. You got no toes. Hey, the legendary Jack Dempsey had no toes. That, that, okay, fine. Thank you for coming, Bryson. Thank you. Joining us now on the podcast uh, is one Tom Guyman. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's a uh, it's a pleasure to to have you on, Tom Tom Guyman. Tom Guyman, yes. <laughs> okay. I love playing football. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here. You you look very different, Tom. What are you talking about? I look different. I've been I'm playing football. Because I can do anything that the other guys can do. <laughs> the other other guys can do. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. Well. 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 First of all, I'm 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 looking back and uh, and and it says here that you went to uh, Man University on the Isle of Man. Yes, it was a small university called Man University on the Isle of Man. Uh, I was a, a quarterback. <sighs> okay. For the team. Well, it's just it's it's. I odd. threw the ball. I handed the ball. Yeah. Look, I can't do this anymore. This See, is a wig. I, I know it's a wig. I was... Uh, I'm actually a woman. I could tell that you were a woman. I'm not Tom Guyman. I, I fooled Tom everybody. Tom was obviously a fake name, as is Man University on the Isle of Man, which but is But you know in what? Last season, I went out there, and even though we lost every game, I proved that I could hold myself up with all the men in the sport. I, and that's why I'm going to be the first woman ever to be drafted into the NFL. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know that you proved that you could because, again, you guys lost every game last season. I've seen some of the game tape. It's, Let me have my big reveal. Okay. Okay. All right. I know everybody's shocked. Everybody who was in the stands. No one is shocked. Watching all the games from Man University at the Isle of Man. <laughs> that like, part was real. It seemed like everybody in the stands was... That part was real. Confused because they were in England. <laughs> sure, they were confused. <laughs> yeah. But American football's getting bigger there. Yeah. yeah and I, even I though we lost every game, they knew that I had the spirit to go on and become the first female quarterback in the NFL. So come on, everybody. Carry me on your shoulders out of here, chanting my name, which is actually Rebecca Guyman. <laughs> yeah. Chant my name, Rebecca Guyman, Rebecca Guyman. And when the history books write about me, they're going to say her indomitable spirit is what got her drafted at the end of day four in the NFL draft. Okay. Uh, I don't know that anybody was going to do that. I don't think it has anything to do with you being a woman. I think it's just because y y your team lost every game. And I know what you're thinking. Sure, a woman has already been played in the NFL in the past. Yeah, wasn't there like a kicker? Yeah, there was a <laughs> kicker. But you know what? 
Let's forget about her. I'm going to be the first woman in the NFL. That seems awfully convenient to do. I can't wait in day four until they call me up as Tom Guyman. <laughs> and I take off this very convincing wig and have Not this exact same speech that I'm practicing for right now. Uh, this podcast is going to come out before day four. Can you? Can there be an embargo? I, don't, I thought that this was going to be a big. I don't think so. Don't let. Don't leak this tape. Don't okay. leak this tape. I mean, even don't put if we this do, out. All right. Uh, well, I can't agree to Need, that. Can everybody sign this paper saying they won't? I, this is my big reveal. I was just practicing. Okay. And it was going well. Uh, okay. It's going right. exceptionally well. Was it? When I get some, I'm going to end up the quarterback of the Colorado. And then we're going to get the Super Bowl. <laughs> you mean, do you mean the Denver Broncos? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds like it, it sounds like you're not that familiar with the sport of football. I just learned it last year. <laughs> yeah. You and can, frankly, you I know what you're thinking. Your game tapes. On the Isle of Man, there was no football team and you founded it. Yeah. You're damn right I did. Yeah. And I was the quarterback. It also seems like you founded the teams that you were playing specifically so that you could beat them. And then you still didn't beat them. Yeah, it was mostly we just found a bunch of people, a bunch of locals yeah. on the Isle of Man. It's a very small game, aisle. Game four of last season, there were it, it looked like four people who were all in like a wheelchair device. Not the same wheelchair, but they were in their own wheelchairs because they were very old and very infirm. Yeah, we found them from a local hospital. Right. Let me have my moment. Well, you still... When I throw the game-winning pass for Colorado... In the Super Bowl, and I get that ring, I'm going to say, this is a ring that I didn't need a man to give me. Uh, okay. Although right. it will probably be given Give to me to by, by a man. A man, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> Vote for me for the draft. It's no, no voting. Okay. Should be. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, another potential draft prospect. It is Rory O'Houlihan. Rory Slicky O'Houlihan. Yes. Slicky O'Houlihan. Rory Slicky O'Houlihan. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Uh, and and so Slicky. Uh, you know why they call me Slicky? Why do they call you Slicky? Because I'm slick. I can, uh. I, I can uh, as a running back, I can slip through the lines. I can slick on through. Sl- Slick on through. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be my catchphrase you're going to see on all the Nike t-shirts when I'm drafted. I'm going to slick on through. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see if you get drafted. That's sort sure. of up in the air at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, and so so, so tell me, uh, aside from your elusiveness, it sounds like, what, yeah. what other uh, you know things do you think you're bringing to the table for the NFL teams that are considering? This you? is going to sound like a bad thing, but last year I was a record holder in college okay. for the most fumbles per game. <laughs> On average. Okay. Uh, it does sound like a bad thing. Uh, I'd argue it is unquestionably a bad I thing. I recovered a lot of them. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not necessarily, you know, going to help. I got, I, okay, I averaged 16 fumbles a game. It might sound bad. That is way too many that's fumbles. That's way too many, but in way fairness, too many fumbles. my hands are ma- literally made out of jelly. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've got some weird genetic defect. You're wearing, you're wearing big gloves right now. Hold on, let me take them off. <laughs> okay, yeah, hang on. There we go. Oh! Yeah. Oh! All right. Oh, God, that's horrible. All right, it's not. It's still skin and everything. I just say jelly is a shorthand. I was actually yeah. just born without bones in my hand, and instead it's cartilage. It's like stretchy cartilage. Yeah. Yeah. So you clearly can't grip the football. I can't, but you know what? I'm slick. 
I can run through the lines in a really slick way. The problem is if anybody hits the ball, it goes popping out. <laughs> yeah, that's, sounds like your ability to go through the line becomes completely irrelevant. I'm actually, uh, I, you know, in track and field, I'm one of the fastest guys in the country. You have less weight in your hands. I have I less weight that. in my hands. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes me a great running back. Problem is, can, can barely hold on to the Sounds ball. Sounds like it makes you a terrible running back. Terrible running back. But you know what? There's no chicks in track and field. <laughs> I mean, There's chicks in the NFL. There, That's why they should draft me. There is women's track and field, and there is no women's football. That's I mean, fair. I mean, That's a fair a thing football. to say. <laughs> yeah. Look, I need to get in the NFL, all right, to show that people with cartilage in their hands can play football not quite as well as regular people, but it, can still it, do it. It sounds like you can't play football, really. I can run. Uh, with a football? No, no, that's what you, you do. Not, you can't run with a football. It's, I think that's what you. Just, I you can fumbled. balance the football between my jelly hands and my body. Yeah, but it gets knocked out apparently sixteen times a yeah. game. Well, I have to hug it. I'm still figuring it out. All right, there's this uncharted territory. See, that sounds exactly why they're not going to draft you. They don't. They should though. Rory, I don't mean to be a dick here, but what what coach allowed you to get? 16 carries a game when you were fumbling 16 times a game the coach was my stepdad who was trying to earn my approval <laughs> and, and trying to build some sort of inspirational story in the process look we won a game all right we were playing against this player How? on the isle of man <laughs> it was an away game okay but i it mean it seemed like there was a quarterback and then a bunch of local animals from the shelter with football helmets on <laughs> Yeah. And we destroyed him. Was it Tom, I, Tom Guyman, I believe? I think that was. It said Guyman on the back of the jersey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But look, I still fumbled a lot. And yes, yeah, some dogs picked up the <laughs> ball in their teeth and ran it in for some touchdowns. Yeah. But we won with a last second field goal. Okay. But I, I think at the NFL level, I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, I, I think at most levels, holding on to the football is a really important part. And One thing I did do, though, that nobody else is doing, all right? I sent four-year consideration DVDs out to all the teams. <laughs> I, I think everyone probably. I mean, everyone's well-scouted. They're pouring over game tape. Well, what I did, right, this is really clever. They're, they're, they're going to know this once they draft me already, but right. I just took video for me running track and field. <laughs> And I do that with big gloves on, so okay, yeah. they don't know about my jelly hands. Could they, could they, they see how fast I am. Yeah, but I mean, arg arguably, like, the, uh, so, I mean, is it that you couldn't find enough footage of you not fumbling to put together uh, a montage of you playing football? Look, there's lots of footage of that, but usually it airs on TV with silly music in the background and broinging no, noises. That's, that's what I'm saying is, is footage of you playing football and not fumbling. Can you, can you not find enough footage of that happening? There is no footage of that not <laughs> happening, Joel. I have jelly hands. It's yeah. stretchy cartilage. All right. Uh, I mean, if why it, do you hate the handicap? Some sort of. Why do you hate I, the handicap? I don't hate trying the to hold me back from fulfilling my dreams of having a lot of sex. Okay, no, I'm not trying to hold you back from those dreams. It's like maybe you could just try having a lot of sex by by meeting a lot of women and being like a a good person to them and having them Joel, want to have sex with you. I can't use Tinder. <laughs> have you ever tried to swipe with jelly hands? Yeah, I, I can imagine that'd be pretty tricky, yeah. Impossible. Uh, maybe go out to bars then? 
Have you ever tried to pick up a woman with jelly hands? <laughs> like, like literally, like lift her off the ground. I imagine no. it's impossible. Yeah, I mean, l- be able to close the deal. You can't do it with jelly hands. You'll be like, "Do you want a drink?" You'll try to pick up the drink, and you'll spill it everywhere yeah. because of your cartilagey jelly hands. Rory, I, I got, I got an idea for you. Okay, all right. There is somebody out waiting in the waiting room right now. One Tom Guyman. Who you would remember from your game on the Isle of Man. Yeah, the man. I'm going to go ahead and let you in on a secret here. Okay. Tom Guyman, not a guy or a man. Not possible. It's actually Rebecca Guyman. That's not true. That's not true. true. That's not true. And so tomorrow. No, it was a guy. Her name is Tom Guyman. Neither you nor Rebecca is drafted by any teams. And you're very sad at the end of day four of the draft. And you haven't gotten on there. Here's how you have a lot of sex. Go comfort her. Talk to her commiserate about how both of you have not achieved your dream of playing in the NFL. And, and through that process, she might, you know, see something in you and look past your jelly hands, uh, not see them as a defect. And then maybe you guys can. Sounds like you're telling me to take advantage of a woman in an emotional state, <laughs> you know, which half, adds to rape ha- culture. Halfway through that story, I kind of realized that's where that I'm was not okay with this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to go join a convent. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through Sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to T-S-U.co slash sports the number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. All right. This week's wide world of weird sports, bladder ball. Oh. Uh, Jordan, do you have any comment about bladder ball? Rude. Oh, Rude, Jordan. It, Jordan, this is ridiculous. Bladder ball was a game traditionally played by students of Yale University between 1954 and 1982. Oh, yeah. Such a such a specific window until being banned by the administration. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sad. A variant of the earlier game of pushball was originally competition between the Yale Banner and the Yale Daily News campus humor magazine. The Yale Record hilariously named (laughs) and campus radio station W.Y.B.C. Yale. Uh, revival games were played in 2009 and 2011, and very briefly in 2014. <laughs> Did they not get through a whole game? Uh, no. I guess it was played <laughs> briefly, and then they went, shut it down. Yeah. Uh, so, Bladderball was conceived by Yale student Philip Zeidman, owner of a six-foot leather exercise ball. Lucky. Okay, yeah, right. As a preliminary event before the Yale-Dartmouth game in 1954, according to Yale bladderball historian Sarah Hammond. There's a bladderball historian. Well, Yale. (laughs) Hammond traces the name bladderball back to a rugby-like game played by Yale students in the New Haven Green in the first half of the 19th century, uh, featuring an inflated animal bladder. I'm sorry. Is bladder ball boring you? It's, it's, it's early. It's uh, an animal bladder. Jesus Christ! Do you know? Do you know which animal? Uh, probably a sheep, Joel. <laughs> uh, once each year why at probably eleven. Probably a sheep. I mean, I don't know. Why? Why a sheep? Because sheep are expendable. <laughs> There's a lot of them. 
Arguably, you kill a sheep, like nobody cares. Expensive. Everybody cares. Nobody cares about you dead get sheep. Milk and wool from live sheep. Yeah, but who likes to wear wool? It's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable fabric. Most people, at some point or another. Once each year at 11 a.m., the Saturday before the Yale-Dartmouth game, an inflatable six-foot ball was rolled through Yale's Phelps Gate onto Old Campus, where a throng of Yale students waited. At the sound of a whistle, teams from each residential college and various extracurricular organizations would fight for possession of the ball. Oh. I yeah. Mean, when they say six-foot ball, is that like diameter? Is that yeah, circumference? Diameter. Wow. That's an enormous ball. It's a big old ball. That's why Philip Zeidman or whatever was so popular. <laughs> uh, teams were allowed to use any means at their disposable to seize control. In 1975, the Jonathan Edwards College team attempted to capture the ball using a meat hook, which predictably popped the ball. Yeah. Inciting enraged chants of J.E. sucks from the other <laughs> participants. Oh, wow. The what a clever chance. The phrase J.E. sucks remains the unofficial motto, motto of Jonathan Edwards College to this day. <laughs> so in the absence of any scoring system, victory consisted of a fervent declarations of victory by each team. <laughs> uh, listeners to the Yale radio station WYBC would invariably learn that the station team had won a mighty victory, while readers of the Yale print media were invariably informed that each particular <laughs> publication had bested all the other teams handily by scores often ranging into the thousands of points. <laughs> There's no scoring system, so you can say make up whatever this crap you want. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's like Kelvin Ball. How, how have we not done Bladder Ball before? This might be my all-time favorite yeah. in the wide world uh, of weird family probably because 34 years of not happening <laughs> yeah has made it a bit stale in 1977 the pearson college team literally took this to new heights by chartering a helicopter <laughs> yeah, carrying not only the student team captain but also the master of the college to fly over the campus and drop leaflets saying surrender pearson has won <laughs> Leaving nothing to chance, the Pearson team backed this claim up by chaining shut the doors of Branford College and Saybrook College, trapping the opposing teams <laughs> inside. The crew in the helicopter filmed the entire event, created a news package verifying Pearson's victory, and brought the film to New Haven's local TV station, which that evening broadcast the aerial footage, read the script as written by the stringers, and confirmed Pearson's win to the mainstream media. <laughs> that is taking a joke too far. I disagree. No, That's... I know you would disagree. <laughs> humans, normal humans would say, Jesus, God. They chained them in. Yeah, if there was a fire, they would have all died so that they could declare victory in a fake game. This is fantastic. How, how did this get banned? This is the best thing I've ever heard of. Preparing for bladder ball competition involved alcoholic beverage consumption, unfortunately. Oh. This resulted in an escalating series of bladder ball-related antisocial activities. In 1976, a car and his driver were badly trampled by a mob of students chasing the ball over top of the vehicle. A car and its driver yeah. were trampled? Yeah. I've never heard of a car trampling incident before. Yeah, that's too bad. The Branford College dining hall was vandalized by overzealous students from Saybrook College, 
who poured foul-smelling butric acid mixed with food from the catwalk above the dining hall. Finally, in 1982, the straw that broke the camel's back, several participants were injured. A Yale University president, A. Bartlett Giamatti, declared bladder balls toll of minor injuries, property damage, and increasingly strange pranks too much to bear and put an end to the tradition. Well, fuck A. Bartlett Giamatti. It's always... Right in his eyes. No, no. I think that this is a problem of people who can't handle their high. <laughs> go get drunk. Go have a blast. Yeah. But know where the limits are. What? I don't know. Don't trample people. Don't hurt people. Like, well, yeah, obviously. Don't be a... It's, oh, all of these things are always ruined, not by the crusty old Dean, but by the dicks who take it too far. You sound a lot like the crusty old Dean, Phil. And this brings an end to another <laughs> wide world of weird sports. I'm shut, shut down. down. So do do stream stream maybe, maybe people, people can get, get injured, injured by, by this segment. segment. Citizens, are you, uh, you going to make me do this? You're really just going to sit there and make. You're going to let me do your part at the end here. I don't like that he's sharpening a knife now. Yeah, that's weird. I'm going to go ahead and get us out of this podcast because yeah, I'm starting to think good. that maybe this is not a petty thing. Okay. Right. Uh, Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. Sports. The Jordan Podcast. Okay. Uh, before we go, Phil would like to give you some of our contact information. All right. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you like about the show or hate. I don't care. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. We post a podcast there. We also do some funny news quips. We share some stuff. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. But you should follow anyways. Or you can find all of our episodes on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. We know you listen on iTunes. We get it. But if you go there and drop a comment, we'd appreciate it. We'd love it. Yep. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Okay. Uh, Jordan, I think now, I mean, the podcast is ending. Now is the time for you to speak up and to, to let me know what it is that I've done to wrong you so that we can clear the air and move on. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.